So it is almost time to uh, to close for the morning. If if we were going to close at our normal time, we wouldn't have but a f- ten minutes or so, ten or fifteen minutes left this morning. So um, I don't think I'm going to try to preach a message this morning. And I um I've been struck often by the apparent organic nature that I see in Scripture in terms of church services, as we call them, church gatherings in 1 Corinthians 14. There isn't um, a clear liturgical map out in the Bible for what should happen on a Sunday morning gathering. Like, you don't see Paul saying, here's your order of service. Do this. This is what God wants. The church inherited traditions from the synagogue life that included the scriptures and included prayers and included elders. And some things are really clear in the Bible about what God wants us to do when we gather together. He does want us to remember him in his death and resurrection through the Lord's Supper. He does want us to be part of hearing the public reading of the Holy Scriptures. Those are things he commands Timothy to do. Make sure that you're reading the scriptures to the people. He does want teaching. He wanted Timothy to teach. He wants the Bible unpacked and explained. It doesn't say it has to happen this way. It has to happen through 45 minutes of preaching. It has to happen through 10 minutes of preaching. But in 1 Corinthians 14, which Lord willing will someday get to in our, in our meta series. We're in a smaller series right now and we come back to it. You see a lot going on in the body that's body member to member stuff. In 1 Corinthians 14 Paul's talking about laying down rules for what should happen in the service, the, the meeting place when the churches gather together. And this might mean house churches, so it could have been more what we think is care groups. But what's clear is that you have the gifts and operation across the body. So you have prophecies. You have prayers. You know, we call it a prophecy mic. I've been talking to the team. I think I've talked to the team about this. I've I've written it up before, but you have more than prophecy at the mic, at, at the, at the congregational gathering. You have prayers. Paul commands, um, women to have their head covered when they're prayer. Now we think that was a generational cultural thing for then that what it meant in that language was important to God. Having a head covered in our, in our current culture doesn't necessarily tell you a lot about why the head's covered, but in their day it meant she was married and submitted to her husband. My point is, the women were at the microphone, so to speak, and they were praying for the congregation. The women were at the microphone, they were prophesying. The men were prophesying and praying. So you had more than just prophecy, you had prayer. And then in the Psalms, you see praising, praising going on in the midst of the congregation. So one of the things that I liked about what happened this morning is we had prayers, we had praises, and we had some prophetic words as well. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul talks about different members of the body bringing a lesson. Or a revelation from God. Or a tongue that's interpreted. But what I've always gotten in my feeling when I read 1 Corinthians 14 is this, this sense that this is a community and, and different members of the community are bringing their gifts. And I, I loved that, what happened this morning in that regard. Um, so I, I would love to, if you guys have any thoughts about it, if you liked it, I don't think I'm interested in like going to the team and saying, can we change every Sunday so that every Sunday is like this? I mean, I, I think, 
I believe in the preaching of God's word. And I think that God does give pastor teachers to the church to serve the church through studying to show themselves, you know, workmen approved, unashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that's a value that we need to hold on to. Um, but I've, I've often, this is telling tales a little bit out of school. Um, and I'm, I have to make these decisions with these guys. Um, um, I've often had a heart that, that our church would have a more interactive experience on Sunday mornings where we're seeing more of you using your gifts at the microphone to bring prophecies, to bring prayers, to bring praise, to bring confessions. So hopefully we can see more how to do that well in an organized manner. It's not, doesn't get crazy, but gives you a sense of there's more than like one guy up here using his gifts, you know, and now you've got like one guy leading worship and the same guy preaching most Sundays, which I think that, that, um, I got to imagine it's going to be nice when we can expand, <laughs> expand the, the team again, expand the, that, that who's leading worship, who's preaching. But, but man, it's a joy. I, I'm, I'm super grateful to be able to do it. I, I feel God's, um, God helping me and giving me grace to enjoy him and to be changed by him when I do get to preach, when I do get to lead worship. So for me, it's, it's food to get to do it, but I don't want to, um, bore you guys to death or limit what other gifts can be used in this church from other people. So I, I think this is a special season where I, I'm kind of the way things have worked out. I'm being asked to do worship and preach a lot and God's meeting me in it, but I think it's a special season. I don't think it's supposed to be the general rule for our church and for our life together. You guys are getting a lot, probably, um, more Albert than you bargained for. But I hope you're getting the Lord. That's the most important thing. Um, amen. So, <clears throat> just really two quick things. Where are we going and where have we been? I think that's what's in my heart right now. Before I do that, can I just pray with you? Because I want to make sure this is what God wants me to do. Because I want to make this carefully short and, and make sure it's what God wants. Let's pray together. Lord, I, I think I have a sense of what you'd like said. And um, I pray this would please you and bless your people. And um, I pray with my, my brothers and sisters right now that if there's something different you want said by me or someone else, Lord, you would place it on our hearts. Help us to see it together. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm terrible at birthdays, anniversaries, and New Year's Eve. Like, dates, they, they don't always resonate with me. And my wife is awesome at them. We don't have birthdays in our home. We have birth months. Like, my kids get all kinds of different things, at, at least over the week, if not expanded into other weeks. It's happening for John right now. And as I've watched her do this, I've just been so grateful that... She takes these times, these special seasons to make it special for these kids, to help them remember something, to help me remember something. Um, but for me, it's just like every day it's like time to get up, try to follow God, struggle with my sin, struggle to see him, enjoy him, embrace him. You know, it's just like 
another day is another day. And my wife is just better at this. And um, this is a big deal. This is our last day in this building that we've been in for 10 years. Some of you guys have been here for 10 years with us. Um, I've been here for most of those years, but um, not all of them. Um, you know, the Lord says that it's not in Jerusalem you're going to worship me. It's, it's in spirit and truth. So, you know, the, we're not leaving like the temple of God when we leave the school. Um, there isn't something specially spiritual about this room because we've been here for 10 years. That's not going to be true of the building in El Shaddai or something extra special about the El Shaddai building because it's a church. You know, we worship God in spirit and truth in our heart. And so in one sense, this is just bricks and mortar. And we're moving to another place of bricks and mortar. And where we really need to worship God is in our hearts with each other. We're the temple. The temple's moving to another parking lot. <laughs> but it's the temple that, that matters. <clears throat> in another sense, we're people. We're made of bodies. We're physical. We see. We smell. We touch. We, that's why God gives us communion wafers. Like to feel the bread. To taste the, the wine on our lips and our mouths the sign of his body and blood because God created us as tactile beings. And it means something that we've been here for 10 years and we've, we've stood in this room and we've praised him. We've experienced him. We've heard him do amazing things. We've, I hope it's true of me. I come in here on Sundays one way and almost always I leave better. Um, just like at prayer meetings, just like at care groups, you know, you walk in, that door is hard to push through. But when you come in and you do it and you leave, you're different from everyone in here. And I've just experienced his grace Sunday after Sunday for 10 years in this building. And so it's hard to leave. It's, and I think it, it does justice to the reality of we're humans. We want a home spiritually. We want a home physically because God's given us bodies. We we are people of concrete and wood and stone as well as people of spirit. And so um, what we're going to do today is uh, as you leave in just a few minutes, there's a table out there. And on the table are some pens and papers. And um, what we're asking you to do is to consider maybe in the next few minutes um, ways that God has blessed you in this building. Times you've sat here and you've been met by God. Times you've sat here and you've been met by others. Relationships that formed. Um, there's been a lot of heartbreak. You know, it's, it's hard to walk in and look at the empty seats that we've seen. Um, it's been such a joy to see seats being filled again with new souls. But, but for many of us who, you know, have been here over the years, it's also been at times painful. Um, but what, what, we're, what I didn't finish the thought about why that table's out there with those notes. What I'd like us to do is to write notes of thanks to the staff at THS, to this Tuscarora High School staff. Um, Mike is the usher who's got kind of long grayish white hair who comes in here and I talked to him this morning. Uh, you don't have to put Mike's name, you can. Um, but you can just say, dear THS staff. Um, and, and I would just like you to consider both spiritually and physically, you know, like ways that you might want to say to them, I'm so grateful I got to be in this building because here's why. 
You can talk about the seats. You can talk about the sound system. You can talk about the beautiful lights. It's a beautiful room. It's a beautiful room. Um, comfortable chairs. Um, you can talk about the parking. You can talk about them, their attitude. I've never had a problem with any person on that staff. I've lost my wallet, my phone, and my watch. I, you know, they've always found it. You know, I don't know if it's all those, but I've certainly lost stuff. Um, and you could also tell them in careful and respectful ways how God met you here and, and what, it, what this place has meant to you because of how it's been a gift from him to experience his presence. And maybe talk about the fact that um, I've come here for these many years and God keeps meeting me in this building with stories of his love and his grace. Uh, God has healed my marriage through uh, the community that's gathered in these seats every Sunday. Um, God has sustained me through terrible suffering in my marriage. You know, you don't have to say that necessarily, but, but you might um, through the people who sat in these seats, through your kindness and allowing us to be here. So somehow to communicate to them that, that they're giving this space to us for 10 years has been meaningful to bless them and, and pray that what you say to them would make them hungry for God. Pray that what we say in these notes would make them thirst for Jesus and, and, and new life. And if they have them would make them more grateful for him. Um, so that's what we're going to do. And, and I think, um, I think maybe the other thing I just want to say is, um, you know, I feel like I'm learning more in terms of being part of this church and, um, being with you all is I, I've really got to take one day at a time. We've been through such a tremendous roller coaster, um, and there's a sense in which God, I don't, I don't, in my flesh, God, what's going to happen next? Um, but when I look and I see what God is doing, I have hope. Um, I, re- I really do. I'm not just saying that to hey, I got to say this because I'm up here. Um, I look at your faces and I know who you are. And I know the value of your relationship with Jesus Christ and the maturity in you. And it's dynamite. (laughs) And it's powerful. It's the most powerful thing on earth. And God has worked hard to be faithful to you and to sustain you and to grow you. And he has tried you and pruned you. And you love him. And you want to live for him and fight for him. And, and so many of you want to do that together here. And it's just, it's a huge encouragement. And I think it's good that we have this new vision mission statement. Can we put it up there, Pam? That this is, I think, a good thing to say about what we want to be as a church. I think it's biblical. I think it's God-honoring. I think it does help us focus. But I do think today, my sense is this is where God is calling us, that we're to be people who make disciples of each other, that we're going to work with the power of God through the Holy Spirit to help each other fight this fight of faith. 
and make it across the line. So if we're like Kelly or we're like many of you who have loved ones who have to cross that line into eternity, we go into eternity knowing God deeply and having looked back and being knowing and knowing him so much that we've shared him with other people. I think this is what we need to be about for each other. Helping each other follow Jesus. Making disciples of one another in this church. But also, what I love about this statement is it doesn't stop in our church. It points us to everyone. It doesn't say, make disciples of Jesus Christ who know him deeply and share him passionately if they're already Christians. We purposefully left that out of the mission statement. It was in one version. Only if they're Christians was supposed to be. No, I'm just teasing. It was never in there. But <laughs> this is a statement that sends us out as well as calls us to care for each other inside. So we're going to talk more about this, but this is where we're going. Um, I believe God's calling us here, and, and I'm excited for how it's going to call us out of ourselves into each other, but also it's going to call ourselves out of ourselves in to those who are dying without Jesus around us that he came to save. And as we do that, I'm confident it's going to only increase our inner health that stepping out into the community, into others' lives who don't know Jesus is going to strengthen our inner life as a church in ways that we haven't seen before. I really think that. I've seen that happen. Um, so take a few minutes. Um, and Glenn, can we just put a little bit of music on? And, and as you feel like you can make your way out and, and write that note, please do. Um, and thank the staff at THS. Consider thanking Mike, whoever else you might know. We're going to send them some flowers as well. Um, but uh, let's close. Would anybody just like to pray and thank God for this building that we've had and been blessed by? Brando, what a perfect, you are the perfect person to do this. <clears throat> Lord, we thank you so much for the just the opportunities that we've had at Tuscarora High, Lord. I thank you so much for <laughs> I've been here the whole time, <laughs> and I thank you for um, the ways that you've met us here, the ways that you've challenged us here, the ways that you have changed all of us, our lives here, Lord, both those who are here now, those who have been here, Lord, just you have affected the lives of many people. Um, through our time here and through this facility, Lord. I just pray that you would be with us as we go forward. And, Lord, we thank you for the work that you've done at Tuscarora, Lord. We thank you for how you have shaped us to be more like you um, through our time here, fellowshipping with one another, um, learning from your word, and worshiping here, Lord God. I just uh, I want to thank you so much for our time here, Lord, in your son's name. Amen.